points in the day that just praise just erupted out of the prayer circle. And whether there was a few people here or whether there was six or eight, it didn't matter. There were points during the day when I was back in my office, I had to come and peek through the, the door and see because I could just hear the, the praise rising. Multiple times I heard the cry for holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy is the Lamb. I'm just resounding from it. So I'm confident tonight that if you have a need, just press into it. Because we all day long, the Lord's name, the Lord has been lifted up. And it, because he's lifted up, now he's drawing. Now he's pulling people who have needs right into his presence to, to heal, deliver, to have, bring salvation, to, to touch, to, to take away shame and loss and turn it into, into victory. So tonight, if that's you, just press in. Um, I guess starting the earliest, we started six, and uh, our six o'clock watch person is not here, so I'll go on to that eight, and then I guess the first one then would be Petey. Yay, Petey. <laughs> that was epic. Yay, Petey. Yay, Petey. Um, it's, it's never about me, Callan. Uh, thank you. Yeah, so the couple of things that the Lord was just really pressing on me during our time of prayer. Um, Larry Hicks was praying, and he was praying about bowing our knees before the throne at the feet of Jesus. And, and he just kept going and I keep seeing, I'm just praying and I keep seeing us over and over bowing our knees to the feet of Jesus. And then it's this process where I like pull back and I'm looking, I'm like, wait, it's the same people that are bowing. And the Lord is like, yeah, it is. You should just live there. Like, don't get back up. Like, just kneel down and make that home. That place of humility, that place of submission is this incredibly honorable place. This place where where he trusts you and where you trust him is where intimacy continues to be established. There's no, there's no um, walls up because there's no need. There's no expectation. You're just laying at his feet. And he started to show me, he's like, man, I, I want to do that with you and you, and you, but I want you to see each other and I want you to enjoy each other and love each other in that vulnerable place where it's okay that this person is broken 
and he looks over and sees someone else who is broken and they don't look at each other's brokenness in shame they actually see each other and are so honored to be at the feet of Jesus and living there and the Lord just started showing me he's like man when you guys I want that for you guys as a body as a community as a movement to come together in that raw place because when you're there it's like I'm really interested in doing some things increasing in a way that you haven't seen when there was unison like that that was like when when Joshua was instructed to march around Jericho and when they say no one spoke a word no one spoke a word because their spirits were just locked in to the level of submission, humility, obedience, honor. And the result of that was this shining glory that, that God got to be God. And when unison was like that, it was like uh, uh, in the upper room where they were just waiting with intent where they're honoring each other with humility and and prayer and rejoicing and the shouting and the the openness and the intimacy to just go i'm ready lord we are ready to move in that and <clears throat> and the lord just started to say well in that place is where i start to call you your name and you start to hear it there's a name, there's a characteristic, there's an identity that the Lord has been speaking over each of us for the entirety of existence. And he's like, I'm ready for you to start receiving your names, but not one-offs. It's like this unison where people come into this unity and we start moving as the, as the, the new creation, the new body, the, the bride that starts to look like the groom. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for your preparation, for your offer, for your invitation to come live at your feet. Thank you, Lord, for inviting us to an intimate place where we can take off our armor and be vulnerable and you're safe and we're safe. We're covered by you, Lord. We're protected in your glory, in the presence of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for leading us to a place that we can't go on our own, for calling us by our heavenly names. Thank you, Lord, that you see us and you see incredible opportunity, that you see glory, that you see us running with you, that you see us walking on clouds and, and moving mountains and all the things that we've read about that seem so supernatural or sometimes so far away, Lord, and you're just inviting us to live with you. And that's part of who you are, that you're the creator, that you're above all of these things. And you're saying, come in, be here with me. 
Lord, I ask for your Holy Spirit to pour on each of us and never leave us. That your anointing might never leave us, Lord. Amen. Amen. Calvin or Wes? They're both deferring one to another here. <laughs> wow, PD is awesome. That was a good prayer. Thank you for sharing. So I came to Jubilee today at noon, and I'm still here, so praise God. Yay. And I'm still awake, so it's not, that, uh, it's not that hard to pray all day, and I'm still smiling, so it's a good thing. Yes. But I just want to let you know that I'm just a normal person, not a pastor or, or any kind of uh, trained uh, minister, and I just love God, and I follow Jesus, and and he is my Lord. So that's, that's my confession. And what I wanted to share with you is what, what I think God is doing. Because I trust God that he leads us by his Holy Spirit. Yes. And we don't get together and compare notes before or after. This invitation to speak, no one told me what to say. There was no script, no guidelines, no suggestion of what to say or what to do or what to pray. So I come to the prayer time I don't know what I'm going to do and that's how God likes it because he wants us to be ready for him to move and not our agenda but his Amen. so you have to just be open okay God here I am you know like like Samuel when he was a young boy and God called him God called him he was in his bed Samuel and he goes to his father his real dad and says or no he goes to the prophet he goes oh, yeah no, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. And he realized that's God. And so he goes, here I am, Lord. And so I want to say to you, come pray with us and just say, here I am, Lord, and see what God does. So I wanted to share a little bit about how the Holy Spirit works because I'm observing how he works. Pastor Brian came up and he said that God is, is ready to meet your needs, that press in that there's something for you. And when I was asking God what to share today by myself in my prayer time before I was invited to come up, I said, what am I supposed to say today, Lord? What's the message that you want me to give? What are your words? What is your will? He goes, share about pressing in and getting your needs met. Yeah. Isn't that how God works, Pastor? That's, that's exactly He gives us the flow of the Holy Spirit. That's how you know God is alive. Because if he wasn't alive, it would just be a random thought process and we'd be all in different directions. You know how you can tell you're walking with the Holy Spirit? When you get confirmation for t from two or three witnesses right. in the body, in the body. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you, before I came to prayer today, I'm a regular guy. And like Pastor Petey was saying about, if you want to find out what the devil's doing, maybe you said it, Watch the news. Well, guilty, I've been watching the news. And what's the devil doing? Stealing, killing, and destroying, right? He's stealing our peace and our happiness, our joy, our money, inflation, war, 
gasoline prices, whatever's going on in your life, stealing your job, stealing your family, stealing your health, and destroying whatever God has for us, he tries to destroy it. And so I'm full of anxiety and stress because I looked at the news. Yes, I fell for the deception before I came today. And I was worried. My friends are worried. My family's worried. The people in the news are really worried or they're acting worried. And so that spirit of fear comes upon you because you see this, you hear it, and you allow it to mm -hmm. come into your, your spirit and disturb you. And I confess I did that. But then God showed me today in our prayers that we prayed for the city of Camarillo, the county of Ventura. We prayed for the body of Christ in the world. And we prayed that God would meet the needs of the body of Christ first. Our needs, the, the yes. needs of the ministry, because we're God's people and he will take care of us. He promises that he will never leave us or forsake us. I believe God and I hold him to his promises. And you'll notice that God does something first. I notice that God does something first. And then he asks us to respond. Yes. So he gives. And then he asks us to do something to receive it. Or he gives without asking anything. We receive it. And then he expects us to respond in thanksgiving or joy or some other outward behavior that shows that we appreciate him. That, that, that we know who it's from, that gift. Yeah. So I just want to share a few scriptures that God gave me today to reinforce that message. So let me go to Isaiah 48, 17 first. And this is, the, this is the scripture I stand on for my life. And it goes like this. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God, who teaches you to profit. In other words, what's for your benefit? Mm -hmm. Who leads you by the way you should go? Oh, that you had heeded my commandments or instructions. So let's read that as instructions instead of commandments. Mm -hmm. Oh, that you had heeded my instruction. Then your peace would have been like a river. Your descendants also would have been like the, excuse me, and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants also would have been like the sand and the offspring of your body like the grains of sand. His name would not have been cut off nor destroyed from before me. So God wants us to profit, to prosper, to benefit yes. and leads us in the way we should go. So what do I want in my life? Well, remember I said I watched the news and I got anxious and fearful. And so I asked God for peace. And what happens, I noticed when I am not in the will of God, when I'm not walking in the Spirit, I get easily agitated. So when I get back in the Spirit, then I get the peace. I have peace. And when I have peace, then I know that I'm back in the Spirit. So here's a quick test. If you're joyful, content, peace of God's in you, then you're walking in the spirit, no matter what's happening, because God promises that he gives us his peace, not as the world gives, but he'll give it to us. Yes. So when we're not peaceful internally, when we're not full of joy and love, then we're not with God at that moment. 
We're not walking in the Spirit. He's with us, but we're not with Him. So let me read you out of Matthew 12, verse 28. I'm going to have to put my glasses on because I noticed that these words are getting smaller. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So here I am praying with, praying with the brothers, and I love these brothers and sisters at Jubilee. Let me just tell you that there's love here in the Holy Spirit. And it's awesome to join every day and pray for a few hours, even five minutes, with brothers that love God and trust that the Holy Spirit will move and, and that things will happen. If you expect things to happen, I think that pleases God because he, he wants us to, to believe him. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. So now I'm going to read my last scripture, and it's from Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So I just tell you that that's what we do on Wednesdays. We have prayer, supplication, and we meditate upon the Word of God, and that's what gives us the peace and the joy and fills us with the Holy Spirit and his love. And so I wanted to just pray with you, the city of Camarillo, the body of Christ, and those who are in need, that God would meet our needs. And I'm gonna pray the Lord's Prayer. And remember the principle that God gives and he asks us to do something in response. So look for that in this, the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespass as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And so if you have a need right now, I just tell you we've interceded for 12 hours for your needs. That your needs will be met, your, that you would be in good health, that your financial condition, that you would have what you need, not, maybe not what you want, but what you need. Mm. You don't go to McDonald's and buy the french fries and hamburgers. Get an apple. That's what you need. It might not be what you want. And do the right thing, which is thank God for everything, whether you have it or not, like Paul said, whether you're abased or you're in in excess, abundance. Thank God, because he will give us what we need. And I thank you for coming and, and listening to us today in this video and here 
with me, brothers and sisters. God bless you. Bless you. Thank you, Calvin. Bless you. Bless Jubilee, um, thanks for sharing, Calvin. Uh, it was an amazing time. Seems like the men are coming together more than ever now. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the wailing women that we're, uh, they were crying out for. And Jeremiah 9, I think uh, Ken started a, a scripture that like triggered this uh, prayer, but the scripture in Jeremiah 9 that it begins with is, Oh, that my head were waters and my eyes a fountain of tears that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. And the Lord was showing us that there's been some gun-shy intercessors, people that have carried the heart of God and they've experienced a lot of pain because they've gone to that place that nobody else would go to or maybe they were alone in it and they took some shots for it. So what happened is they became weary of carrying the burden of the Lord and crying out. But I was seeing people gather together and the intercessors begin to lock arms in prayer like in the upper room where they spent 10 days and then the, the spirit of the Lord was going to fall. But there was going to be this hedge of protection about them and everything that they represent, whether it be their possessions, their families, because I felt like there's a strong cry that needs to get released and waters need to gush from our eyes because we can't have a city unless we're willing to weep for a city. We can't see a people transform unless we're willing to weep for a people. And uh, Ken came to that place of just weeping and crying out in that travail place. So there's a scripture uh, in Jeremiah 9. It starts with 20. It says, Yet hear the word of the Lord, O women, and let your ear receive the word of his mouth. Teach your daughters wailing and everyone her neighbor a lamentation for death has come through our windows, has entered our palaces to kill off the children no longer to be outside and the young men no longer on the streets. Speak, thus says the Lord, even the carcasses of men shall fall as refuse on the open field like cuttings after the harvester and no one shall gather them. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might, nor let the rich man glory in his riches, but let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. So I feel like the Lord's really preparing us for the mercy of God and for the justice of God. He wants to give himself away in such a way that we have his heart when great tragedy is breaking down all around so that we're not the ones pointing the finger and saying, you got what you deserve, but that there's a compassion that rises up and that there's this tenderness and this loving kindness and this tear that, that that's, keeps flowing, this stream, this river that keeps flowing so that we can see God move throughout the land, even in the midst of great tragedy. And I just believe that God's raising up his intercessors that have been struck and the ones that have taken shots because they've carried the burden of the Lord and they've longed to see God fulfill what he promised. And then there's times where they broke through and then something came right on the other side of their breakthrough and they became gun shy and they pulled back. 
but the Lord's saying it's not time to pull back anymore. It's time to get in the trenches together. It's time to weep and travail and cry out together. And let's believe that the Lord will show us that there's more for us than that are against us and that we're going to experience a hedge about us and we're going to experience protection for those that we love and we're going to see the goodness of God in the land of the living, even in the midst of things that are going to break down around, even in the midst of God's righteous judgments in the earth. So I want to pray for us if we would stand up and let's just agree with heaven right now. Well, Father, I want to give you glory that there's so many women that have carried the burden for men, and there's so many that have been prepared to carry the men even the more. But I thank you that you are raising valiant warriors, willing, willing men to, to volunteer in the day of your power to submit themselves to you. I'm seeing more and more men gather and more and men weep and more and men just cry out and just get real and travail and, 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 and begin in high praise and begin to erupt and give you glory. And I just thank you, Father, that the wailing women, yes, they're so necessary, the travailing mamas and the ones that have carried us for so long and the birthers and the ones that are aware of what it's like to worship you in the midst of pain, what it's like to cry out your name in the midst of great darkness. But I thank you, Father, that there's a valiant company of men arising in the land and these ones will weep between the porch and the altar. These ones will cry aloud in the streets. These ones will not hold back their cry. I just thank you, Father, that there's something about a man weeping that the power of God gets unleashed. And I'm asking you, would you raise up a company of those that have carried your burden, that have been willing to travail and intercede, and those that have been hit with many things that have come on the heels of their intercession and their breakthrough and their stance that they've taken? And would you assemble the more the ones that have been not even gun shy but the ones that never got into the fight the ones that never were willing to get into the trenches because it cost them too much but let them volunteer in the day of power and begin to strengthen the ones that have been hit and that have taken blows because of their willingness to cry out and the willingness to carry other people's burdens and the things that come on the heels of breaking other people through and the enemy trying to strike them uh, for their travail, for their willingness to fight for another. But I thank you for the strength, the locking of arms that you would bring a people together just like you did in the upper room, that you would give them time to spend themselves in prayer and fasting and crying aloud and prophetic utterance and declaration and decrees. And I thank you that you are going to answer by fire on the day that you showcase your glory on the day that you want to unveil what heaven is doing at the time that those that have been called to assemble and gather and cry out together come into one mind and one accord then your suddenly can come then your shift can come then your rushing mighty wind can come then your great awakening can come then the eruption of the glorious gospel can be thrusted forth 
and then those will repent and there'll be multitudes coming in so we just thank you father that you are bringing together a people that you will assemble them that you will call forth protection around them and there will be complete protection for those that they love and what they have and you will do a work in our day and you will revive the work and you will bring forth the sound of jubilation the sound of tremendous jubilee the glorious reformation that you long to bring to the body and the glorious great awakening you long to bring to the land in Jesus mighty name amen amen Gonna pop this out of the mic stand. It's just a little easier to to use. Um, yeah, I. You know, it's just such a beautiful place to be able to come here, and you know, I've I've talked before and been able to like come up here and be able to like share and you know. It's just. I really feel like the Lord just really wants to. Um, bring bring us into like this really like awesome place of peace and like everybody hears that like your whole life as a Christian like oh the peace of Jesus and then it becomes like a thing you got to do and like oh I got to put on my socks and their peace and it's like that's mechanical like there's no relationship in that there's no love in that it's like oh I got to receive the love of God but it's like no like when you have peace you're able to receive the love it's not like oh I'm just going to receive it let me just stick the screw in this hole it doesn't work like that it's relational and the more I show up and come to these, these Wednesday prayer things, I'm getting to see like relationship, you know, whether it's Pastor Brian or Kenny or Petey or Julian or Dennis or Diana, any of these people, Karen, you know, I'm able to have relationship and I'm able to see how people conversate with God and the different ways people pray and the different ways people worship. And it's, it just blesses me and it gives me like an avenue I guess for like my own walk with the Lord to like see who he is in my life. And, you know, I'm, I'm far from perfect. I'm far from getting everything right. Um, you know, and like I've been on this journey for myself. Sorry if I'm rambling. Where I'm, I'm having to like continually like get anchored back into peace. And I know Calvin was sharing about that. Just like if it, if it be the news or family stuff going on or if you're going through a health thing or a mental health thing or just spiritual stuff, it's, it's easy, especially in this season in 2022 where everything's just getting so riled up and, you know, you're not crazy for feeling like you might feel crazy because <laughs> that's just the circumstances that a lot of people are in. So I just really want to release peace and really want to see people like have real like love encounters with God to where it's not like a thing again you're not like putting it on and it's not it's not activity you're doing it's like a genuine thing that just comes on to you it might happen when you get home it might happen in a week from now but I really believe like the Holy Spirit can just come in and break whatever's going on that's creating chaos yes. and bring clear minds so I'm just going to pray that out. So, Father, I just thank you for just releasing your peace over Jubilee and over this group of people and over anybody watching on the web. Even if somebody's watching this and they don't even know who you are, 
Maybe they're going to watch it in a year from now. Somebody could watch this three years from now. And they'll stumble across this video and they'll say, like, maybe this was the, the moment where I needed to hear from God to, to step into a newness with him. So whoever you are, I just speak to your mind. I speak peace over you if you know the Lord. I speak a greater knowing of him if you don't know him. I pray that you're able to experience a brand new, beautiful relationship for the rest of your life with the king. And for those that already know him, that will just continue to walk with this beautiful king that we call Jesus. And that the peace of God just floods our minds and hearts. Every person in here, every person who will listen and watch this, I just bless you that your mind will be sound, that your mind will be whole, that your body will be sound, that your body will be whole. Nothing missing, nothing lacking. Just completeness, completeness. And I, I have another little thing I, I want to do. Um, I've been doing this with uh, Pastor Diana for like maybe about a year, and I don't always do it, but I, if you feel led to do it, I just want to like put our hands on our hearts and to just like say like I, I, am, I am loved and I'm favored by God, and you could just say that out to yourself in your own way and to just speak life into yourself, whatever area, wherever there's a turbulence to just speak life into yourself whatever it is, if it's a sickness, to say, I will live and not die, declares the Lord. If it's mental anguish, that I will, I will overcome this anxiety, I will overcome this depression in Jesus' name. And even, even if you can't vocally say it, to just think about it, because maybe it will come out in, in a, down the road from now. It might come out when you're laying in bed. But I, I'm finding that in, in my life, it's, this works because I'm able to speak it out and then hear it. And you don't always see like instant results, but yeah, Lord, we are loved and we matter to you. I am loved. We are loved. Just bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen. supplement what uh, West Bunyan was saying. I want to acknowledge there's a lot of men here. Yep. And there was a lot of men during the prayer today at the last shift. And the Lord was speaking to me, and I was sharing this with Wes here in the beginning. We were talking about God raising up now this army of men. I have a piece about this more than it, it needs to be prayed and declared, but I have a peace that God is restoring the men back into their place. Uh, I heard uh, a video from uh, Dutch Sheets who talked about the men who have just kind of walked away from the church because they've been disillusioned. And he talked about them being restored. And other men who are in ministry, whether they evangelists, pastors, teachers, apostles, prophets who had fallen because of uh, mishandling of finances, sexual infidelity, uh, their uh, ministries burning them out, uh, notoriety, fame. And he said those men too will be restored in this new way that the, 
uncapping of the past revivals, the Jesus people revival, that, that will be uncapped again. Yes, it was capped, and so is the Azusa Street revival, Cane Ridge revival. He talked about this revival is going to sweep in many of the men who were devastated over the years, the great devastations. And I saw so many men, even tonight, I see a lot of the guys, Brother Madrid over there, and and Ken Dittmar and Wes Munyan and Calvin and these two young men down here over here and, and Dennis Fox and, and uh, uh, David Kaplan and Eddie Anabakri. I see a lot of the men in PD. I, and I, I just think, I thank God because God is saying to me that we men, the, the whole women's lib movement was an attempt to emasculate men and take them out of their place and the enemy tried to bring that into the church also but it's not going to happen because god is the head of the church not the woman's movement and he was speaking to me about the importance of us men taking now the mantle that we've been called to take and that is and women have their sacred place but men men have been called to fulfill their destiny and their ministry. We're all called kings and priests to God, men and women, but I like this song uh, that was part of the Belfast revival in, England, in uh, Ireland. It says, men of faith, rise up and sing of the great and glorious king. You are strong and you feel weak, but in your brokenness, you're made complete. And then it says, Women, what are they doing? You alluded to this, Wes. Rise up, women of the truth. Stand and sing to broken hearts. Who are the broken hearts that just told us that the men in their brokenness are being made complete? They're the prey for those men that have been broken. Stand and sing to broken hearts who can know the healing power of our glorious King of love. So shout to the north and the south, sing to the east and the west, Jesus is Savior to all, Lord of heaven and earth. Then it goes on to say, uh, rise up church with your broken wings, fill this place with songs again of our God who reigns on high, by his grace again we'll fly. Yes, Jesus. Shout. To the north and the south, sing to the east and the west. Jesus is Savior to all, Lord of heaven and earth. And Pascal was here today while all of his men were praying. And he was saying, you know, I, I know God's gift, mit, gifted being called me. He's got a lot of Jewish heritage. And we just laid hands on him. And we released the gifts and the calling on him to like those revival caps to come out and to be restored and to overflow in his life and the restraints to be taken off of him. And that's what God's called us men, including the women, to speak to the broken hearts, us men to speak to one another, to release the calling, the gifts and the callings of God. And we did that to Pascal. We laid hands on him, as Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gifts that are in you through the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. And so I release all of you men right now, and in Jesus' name, every one of you 
has prophecies over you, over your lives. And I speak that those words will not be unfulfilled. They will come to pass. They will come to pass. I speak it in Jesus Christ's name. Those prophecies will be fulfilled in each and every one of our lives. I release you to fulfill the great call of Jesus to preach the gospel, to lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover, to cast out demons, to heal the brokenhearted, to release people from captivity. In Jesus' name, I release it. Amen. Do you have something, Ken? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> I want to punctuate a different point, but wow. Everything everyone has brought has mm-hmm. been from, from the manna of God's heaven, his living bread. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been... I've been feasting just being at, at the Lord's feet throughout this day and coming this afternoon for two hours um, was just a capstone of, of setting forth um, a confirmation of what God's stirring in my heart, which I believe is being released into a, a whole nother and new level um, of travail and, and, and brokenness. Brokenness in a good way. Yeah. And I mean by that, broken by the things that breaks Father's heart. Grieved for the things that grieves Holy Spirit. Touched in such a way that uh, we don't just go along when the parade comes in. If it's not singing Jesus' praise. We say, I'm going to sit this one down because the prophets of Baal, they're, they're out of control and they're cutting themselves and they're thinking that by their great amount of effort and, and travail of their cry to their God that God's going to respond. And, but their God was all about promoting them, lifting up their name, making them great and full of fame, I suppose. For me, I feel like God is saying, just, just relax, Kenny. Because <laughs> I can be so intense. I can get so into praying in tongues and just praying and getting out of control, wanting to fast and just, or so forth and so on. But, and we all have those seasons of being stirred, and God wants to stir us, but... First and foremost, most for me, at least I'm preaching to myself, is in John 17, the Lord's prayer of, inner, of priestly prayer for his church was to make us one. And in such a way that he would be glorified yes, Jesus. in you and me, his church. Mm-hmm. And he would go on to pray so much that God, the glory that you've given me, I give to them that they might be one, that they might, that the world might know that you sent me. Wow. The Lord 
is praying that prayer for us today because he prayed that not only do I pray for my disciples now, but I pray for those that will hear his word in due, in due time. And so today we're, 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 we're being <laughs> fruits of that prayer. And in the beauty of that, though, was also that they might know you or son, you, the only true living God. This is eternal life. To know the Lord, to know him. And when Paul prayed, God's faithful. He's faithful who has called you. He's called you into the fellowship of his son. First and foremost, that's our calling, is to be enraptured in, in such a, an embrace that I want to be with you, Daddy. Abba, Father, I, I just want to sit at your feet, Jesus. I want to I want to still everything and be quiet and and just be before you because I treasure you. When we were praying about, you know, we're on holy ground. I saw like in the book of Genesis when Moses is called out and he's in the wilderness and he's like many of us we, we've been in that wilderness place. Um I appreciate um, West for, for praying that God cover and heal and restore and rebuild those that have been been uh, taken out of out of the, the battle because they've been wounded and and uh, um, they 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 felt your burden they were they were carrying it and they were breaking through they were removing the stones and they were opening wide the path for the Lord to come but but the devil came and knocked them down and and yet even when Abraham was entered into that covenant with the Lord the ravens came to try to take away his offering right that, that's a demonic attack that's that knows the anointing knows where God is leading and knows what's coming and they will do what they can to shut down God's voice, because it's his voice that shakes, not the voice of man. And I see, though, where, where Moses is in the wilderness, he's like, I'm good. I'm just going to hang out with these sheep, and I'm, I'm just, I'm content. Uh, I'm married to this, this, I don't even, some other woman, but I'm, I'm, she's coming along. She's getting, <laughs> she's good with me. And uh, I'm on the backside of the desert on the mountains. And, and it's good, Lord, I'm good. It's 40 years, you know, 40 years ago you called me, but that's 40 years ago. But the Lord appears to him, and on that burning bush, Moses first turns to see. And when the Lord saw that he turned to look, he then spoke and says, Moses, the ground that you're on is holy ground. Before I can even enter into a relationship with you, I need you to take off your sandals. I've been feeling that all day today, that, that the Lord's calling us to holy ground, calling us into a holy relationship of communion. Because first and foremost, the first fruits belong to who? Jesus. Jesus. God. So if he's gifted us, he's given us his spirit, we then in turn offer ourselves back to him on, on that altar. 
The altar being, I really believe God is rebuilding, restoring. And later, earlier, um, Pascal blew that amazing horn, whatever it was. It's like, when he blew that, I felt like, wow, God. Woo! I'm sorry, but uh, I get besides myself sometimes. Um, he says, there's a wall. I'm calling you to stand upon and take your place on that wall as a watchman because an hour's coming that I'm warning and I'm blowing this trumpet in Zion. Get ready because I'm standing at the door. I'm about to come in. Are you ready to receive me? Well, today is our offering. We're offering to you, Lord. Us, your first fruits, Lord, of the harvest. We return to you. If you'd stand with me. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Lord, we want to touch your heart like you've so have touched our hearts. And Lord, as we press in, as that physician woman with an issue of blood, and they, she pressed in to, to, to touch you, to be healed and to be restored. But in so doing, she got more than just physical healing. She got full of the spirit of the living God and came and followed you. Wow, Lord, we, we, we come to you, Lord, and we offer our hearts to you. Break it, break it open. Lord, as, as we prayed earlier today that we would have tears. I, I, it's been so many years and so many times I've prayed that prayer and then I've, I've walked away and then I've come back and I keep returning to Jeremiah 9, verse 1, 9. Lord God, break us open, Lord. We can't do it. It's, a, it's, it's by you. It's a gift that you give us. Make our eyes, Lord, a fountain of water. Let them pour out. Let them pour out for the, the affliction of Joseph, for the, the sorrow of Israel, Lord, for your house that's, that's where the altars have been broken down. Let us, Lord God, cry again that you would spare your people, that you would heal your land. God, I pray, break us open. Break our hearts, Lord, as you call the men to break up the fallow ground. Break up the fallow ground. And sow, sow no longer among mixed seed. But keep your eyes single. Let them be only for me. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Fix your eyes on him. He's the author and the finisher yes, Jesus. of our faith. Lord, we pray. I pray, God, that you would now come, send your holy servant, Jesus, yes, Jesus, and bless your church. Bless everyone listening online. Bless all those that may hear later. Let them be blessed yes. by turning every one of us from our iniquities. Yes. Lord, that we might be a holy offering without spot, without wrinkle, 
holy, loyal, our hearts settled, no longer drinking from the delicacies from the king's table, but going out into the byways, the highways to proclaim Jesus, you're setting a banquet and everyone's invited to the table. Yes. Lord, invite us, send us. May we hear your voice, stir us in Jesus' name. Here am I, Lord. Here am I, Lord. Send me. Here's my heart, God. I offer it to you. Have your way, Lord, in all of us, your church, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Amen. One last thing. I, I went home earlier to, between prayer and now. I, I tried to bring my beautiful bride, but I gave her a, that night a blessing and let her, I hope if you're watching, however, hello. <laughs> but <laughs> we were making a little fun about, oh, Jesus loves you more than, no way. Jesus loves you the same as he loves me. However, I'm his favorite. <laughs> no, 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 you're his favorite. And I said, ultimately, Everyone whose heart is given without being divided, his eyes are on that heart, right? Chronicles 16, 9. His eyes are going throughout the whole world, seeking whose heart is loyal or wholly given to him so that he might show himself strong on their behalf. Amen, amen. 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 Thank you, Kenny. I think we can close with that point right there that for everybody, whether you're here in the house or online, that you are God's favorite. You are God's favorite. He is he has blessed you. And again earlier today we heard that there was nothing that can separate us from the love of God that's found inside of Christ Jesus. So I bless you today with that. I bless each and every person with hearing the voice of the Lord and knowing him in that manner. And so we thank you for that, Jesus. We give you praise that in all that you're doing. Today, Father, we, we hear your voice and we do not harden our hearts. We take all that we've heard, Lord, and we receive it and we take it and we give it back to you with our voice. Lord, that you're doing a great thing and you're multiplying. You're bringing the mighty men. You're strengthening us. You're bringing us into your presence. We're coming in with joy and with rejoicing. We're taking what we have, the places and the things that we have, and we're bringing them before you. And we offer them up as an offering for you to multiply because you are more than enough and that you are supplying and meeting all needs. So we thank you for that today, Lord. We offer it back and we do not. We do it, we do it with a joyful heart and a confessing mouth in Jesus' name. Amen.